Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. That's painful. You roll over in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. On that side. My God, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm drawing a blank. I must have been drunk all those years. Yep. <laughs> what do you mean? He's teaching you mean me like you're not now. Yeah. Well, whatever gets me through, man. <laughs> hey, what a perfect time to say we're on. We're live. Hey, before we begin, you guys, you know it. Good or good sunglasses, people. They're partnering with just about all the cool companies. In fact, it's almost as if they're making my sponsor reads easier and easier. Check out their recent promotion with our great friends at. The one and only Scratch Labs, home of the best hydration out there. Glasses that don't slip or polarize, just 35 bucks, and styling is all get out. Does that make me sound like Joe Biden when I say, styling is all get out? Maybe. Pair that with some nice apple cider scratch, and you've got yourself the best winter warm-up since a post-ride whiskey. Get to Gooder.com and ScratchLabs.com today. Next, read Ambassador Cycling. People, the bike must be fit. You must be fit to the bike. This is the way. This is the way. Thank you. <laughs> you can't go fast if you don't properly fit your bike. You can't ride pain-free if you're not properly fit. See where I'm going with this, do you? Well, get to AmbassadorCycling.com immediately and talk to Bike Fit Sam. You will be so glad you did. Lastly, competitive cyc- No, not lastly. Second to lastly. Competitive cyclist people. Yep, we endorse an online bike shop. Sometimes you can't find what you're looking for at the LBS it isn't anyone's fault. That's just how supply and demand works. Competitive Cyclist has it. You can get it and get rolling. Use the link at packfiller.com to ensure your love for us is unending. And when I say that, you know, I also mean you know, go to your LBS. I have to say that every time I do their read. Mm-hmm. Lastly, Wahoo, people. You need to ride this winter. You know you do. Wahoo has you covered with trainers, the best in the biz, with computers, and newly improved system, S-Y-S-T-M, training platform. I don't know what the what Wahoo. I, I mean, maybe their logos are just they pay by the vowel or something like that. Use the link at packfiller.com today and get started on next season. You will be happy that you did. Aloha. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. In between the opening of the theme and my first sip of beer. IPA rots your brain. 
I believe it come down to it. All right, the weather is truly getting cold. The days are shorter. Fuck, I came out of work today and it was dark. Fuck, I hate that. Um, and uh, the days are shorter and gravy is on the horizon. It's time to get back to cycling. It's time to get ready for 2022. It's time for the pack filler. Let's pose the question. Thanks to you, the listener. We have listener questions now. People are actually sending me ones that we should throw at you guys by the opening. If you want them, keep them coming by emailing or posting them to our social media. Gentlemen, I didn't post on the back of my papers, so I throw that over my shoulder. The question of the episode is, you are stranded on a deserted island. Yeah, we're going classic here. You only are provided one thing to eat, one bike to ride, and one movie to watch. One thing to eat, one bike to ride, and one movie to watch. So first and foremost, I introduce him first. He is the pundit of pout, the greatest of grouch, Mr. Paul Main. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. The Thanks. grouch part, at least. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> so, so question one is? Uh, to eat? One thing to eat. Um, I, I'll have to go with the same thing I've been eating for lunch since I was like four years old, and that would be a peanut butter, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Peanut butter, you could eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches yeah, for the rest of your day. Apparently, I do. <laughs> I still do, and it drives my wife nuts. Really? She's like, seriously, you don't want to eat? No. I even look forward to it every day. I can't wait because my peanut butter and jelly's in my wow. lunchbox. Yeah. yeah. Chunky or? Oh, creamy. Smooth. It's creamy. Uh, oh. a Jif Natural with a has a little bit of honey yeah, yeah. in it. And then I use uh, uh, frozen <laughs> raspberry jam. Okay. And then uh, oh, freezer jam. Yeah. Homemade. Oh yeah. Buy no, you can buy it or? at the URM stores oh, okay. locally, which is Super One and Rosars here. That sounds pretty. You good. go in the where the frozen fruit section is, small little tub. Sure. I think it's out of Seattle area. And then um, <laughs> I have Franz 100 percent whole wheat bread. With that. No expenses <laughs> paid here. No. It's still under like a dollar for lunch, and it's like there's no way you can beat this. Yeah. One bike to ride, the one I have right now. That your BMC. Wow, yeah. wow, I like it that much. So sponsored by Giant, and one <laughs> movie to watch. Oh man, <laughs> children. Yeah, nope, that can go to hell. <laughs> um, yeah, no chitty chitty bang bang. It would have to be the. Uh, the Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. That's mm-hmm. a good choice. There's a, yeah. there are multiple layers on that movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, that you can just keep and and you you never get tired of. I've them. watched I don't know how many probably yeah. over a hundred times and there's times where I'm like how did I miss that? Probably because I was laughing so hard from the line before. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Jackson Bulger, the Sultan of Subtlety, the top of tech. <laughs> uh, top is top of tech. That was a bad one. I it works. It works. Um, I think to eat it'd probably be pepperoni pizza. It's my oh, favorite yeah. thing that's in the good whole choice. world. That's a good yep. choice. Yeah. Um, one movie to watch. Um, I don't know. It's tough. I really like one I, bike to ride. You're, you're, oh, one you're, bike you're, to ride yeah, first. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'd probably yeah. I'd probably ride my BMC as well. God Sponsored damn! I know. Yeah. Yeah. Sponsored <laughs> <by Giant>. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, fuck it. <laughs> I think uh, movie. I'm hovering in between. I really like The Shining. I really like that movie. Do I you wa- really? I watched it recently, and it's like, I don't know. It's one of like the better acted movies I've seen. Jack Nicholson is crazy in that, literally, and yeah, yeah, figuratively, figuratively yeah. 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 Um, and then, what else? Oh, I really liked La La Land too. Well, you got to pick one though. I know that's what wow. Sucks. La La Land and The Shining. You are a 
I'd probably interesting person. I'd probably pick La La Land because I wouldn't want to be f- freaked out. <laughs> Eating your pepperoni pizza, going, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. I'll work and no I'm play. Go, yeah. I'll work and no play. Yeah. 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 Wow. There you go. Um, I was going to say, if Jack was here, I was going to call her the ruler of ramblings and the dynamo of di- dinners. Ah, but that's good. You know, he's yeah, not yeah. here, so fucking. Yeah. Me, I'm the captain of calories, the master of the mic. <laughs> 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 I feel like an asshole for saying that. And I didn't think about my responses when I wrote this out, so now i got to actually kind of, kind of, you know, improvise here. Uh, one thing to eat, one thing to eat. Shit, um, I might have to stray towards the pizza realm too. My current mm-hmm. pizza thing that I like is pepperoni, green pepper, black olive, and sliced Italian sausage. So I get a little veggie in there. So it's not like I'm the captain of calories. <laughs> I'll just circle that. Um, <laughs> and and one bike to ride. I am going to stray away from the BMC realm, and I would actually pick. Um, uh, a uh, some sort of a of a more modernized gravel bike. In fact, I would ride Giant's new gravel bike. Uh, gravel bike, the Revolt. Uh, it is it is a beaut looking bike, and I'm not saying that just because of the, you guys are giving me the look like oh Pat's paying the bills. But no, it looks like a fucking gorgeous bike. I saw a review by um 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 uh, goddamn who's the, the, the guy we had on the show? He was in Bend with us, Carl. I was going to say Karsten. No. Uh, yeah, Carl Decker. Carl Decker. Uh, oh. he, he, and it just looks like, I think that'd be a fun bike. I'm on a deserted island, you know, so I got to go off road a little bit, you know, something like that. So that, that'd be the bike I'd ride. And the movie to watch, and you're going to laugh at me for, the, for, for saying this. Rush. The, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go even worse. I'm going to go with Roadhouse. God. Patrick Swayze Roadhouse. I love that movie so much because it's so beautifully Corny. bad. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just laugh my way through it. Whenever it's on, I throw the remote away, basically, and just this is the next two hours of my life. I'm just going to watch this. Yeah, so there we go. Yeah, we were talking about bicycling and all. Uh, uh, gentlemen, okay, here's the question. I'm pausing because I know my answer. Who's been riding and how much and how often? Who wants to go? And admit what they've been doing. <laughs> I can proudly admit. You can? Yeah. I I haven't ridden at all in two weeks. And I oh. I love it right now. Huh. It's weird, right? Really? Uh, I, over the whole summer, have been so damn terrified that I wouldn't be able to finish 132 miles. And then I came back and I was like all in on like going as fast as I can on the road. Yeah. And so it's like. It's really nice to just relax for a couple of weeks. I'm gonna start. Rest- I'm gonna restart tomorrow. I've ar- I've been telling my girlfriend. I've been telling myself that like I'm gonna get back into it slowly but surely tomorrow. And just I don't care if I lost all the fitness over those past two yeah. weeks. Like it'll come back. I'm yeah. not racing over the next three months, four months. Yeah. So it feels good to just not have to worry about it right now. That's that youth. From the it's like three months. Babes, I'd be man. like going, oh crap, that. That soon? Ah, yeah. yeah. I got 90 days. I blink my eyes, and that's three months. So. It's tough because I could get fit in oh, 30. <laughs> yeah, no. Shit. I, you know what? That actually, I liked that you said that, though. That that helps me. <laughs> it does. It does because, well, I guess I'll go next. I haven't, I didn't ride this week. Um, I've been at my my other job every day, 
in some in some fashion getting ready for the for okay I teach drama and so I've been getting ready for that and the production is is a week away a little over a week away and so I've been I've been working on sets painting sets things like that and then yesterday I decided I was caught up so I thought I'd take a day off and I was like oh okay I'm gonna get back into the swing of things gonna go downstairs and ride a bike I came down here and I looked at the walls and I was like ah oh, fuck I keep forgetting that I'm I'm upgrading the studio and I want to get the studio done and so I spent my time with a movie on in the background painting the walls the first color and Texas Roadhouse. You watched the movie? No, I was actually watching um, uh, Oblivion. Uh, It was a Tom Cruise movie, sci-fi one. It wasn't bad. I forgot about it. I'd seen it a long time before. Anyway, so I haven't been writing. I haven't written in earnest probably, like you said, two weeks. But I'm thinking, you know, a real training week, it's probably been a good four weeks, five weeks. Paul, how's how's your cycling life? Well, I've been doing, uh, got on the Wahoo system and uh, did the full frontal. I did a couple of rides. Well, that is, that's going to get perfect time because I was going to ask you off. Yeah. Ask you out on that. I don't, I don't still, I mean, indoor riding is, it's hard for, you asked me after the, the full frontal, mm-hmm. wasn't that tough? And I said, well, the last section, you know, there's a 20 minute, like, you know, sustained effort. I, it's hard for me to get. The drive indoors, even with numbers, that doesn't work for me. And and like I said to you, I suffer way more in race in like the TNT mm-hmm. than I did on that. And that's just how I function. My mind functions, you know. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, did that, and so I'm assuming because I'm a rookie. Now I'm on erg mode, so <clears throat> I start doing these workouts. I'm my heart rate's not even hitting the zones that they're supposed to. I'm not even. I'm like 10, 15 beats off slower than what they were before. And, like, I did a 30-minute uh, reach. What is it called? Recharge. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, from. That's kind of a easier workout. <clears throat> yeah, you stare it? up yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I, I finally, when I stopped, I had one beat of sweat. I wasn't That's even it? tired. No. But my heart rate was way down. So I think that full frontal thing I probably didn't put as much. I'm, I'm thinking. Because they're targeting your heart rate, mm-hmm. but like, I'm supposed to be in zone four, and that's like 140 to I don't know 160 or something, yeah. whatever it was for me, and I was at at 115. That's too low. Yeah, that's yeah. Way too I, low. I don't think I went even that whole thing. I didn't even go over 130 beats per minute. So mm-hmm. I, I something's wrong. So why why does this? Happen I'm not going to gonna use erg, erg, erg mode. Is what it is, you know. I thought that would be great, you know. No, so, erg mode works. Yeah, really and I can well. feel it. Yeah. I can feel it, but it's all based off of that full frontal that I did, right? Do a half money just for shits and giggles. What's that? Do a half money. Okay. Just for shits and giggles, just to see, because that's a stair step. You keep going until you can't go anymore, mm-hmm. and and it'll it'll reassess your numbers now that they're established. I'll do it this weekend. Yeah, but nevertheless, uh, I'm doing about. Fuck. Four, I, maybe I I do about four rides a week on that. Really, I don't I don't put so on Strava because it's not. Yeah, doesn't count. I mean, because I'm old, and if I don't do anything, I, I just rot away real fast. Yeah, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. so do you have any initial thoughts on you know you have kind of given them, but uh, on the on the platform itself and and how it's gonna? Are you, is it something you're willing to stick with? And Absolutely. I, I want to, you know, I. It, because I, I'm in the 
type of person that poo-poos indoor training, mm-hmm. I, I want to give it an honest sh- shot. And so maybe, you know, with the right, I'm um, hopefully you guys will say, uh, yeah, something's wrong. Try this. Like the advice you just gave me. To yeah. The half Monty and, and I'll give it a try. I'll, I'll keep working at it because it's better than sitting at home and with my hand down my pants and watching football. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to, um, Oh, stream is interrupted. Oh shit. Okay, our live stream just died for a second. But yeah, um, I'm not going to uh, uh, bust your balls on on your numbers or something like that. But I was going to bring mine up because your FTP and and some of your other numbers were were lower than mine, mm-hmm. and they shouldn't be because I mean, just I've ridden with you, and, and you know, I'm not saying that. That, uh, you know, I mean, personal power and personal numbers are going to change and things mm-hmm. like that. But I was looking at some of your numbers. I was going, dude, he's those are low. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if, you know, it's just your uh, newness to this tile of yeah. program. And, and it might be something like that that might be causing it. Yeah. And it, it like you said, you know, like that 20 minute effort. I could do it on a bike on the road a lot easier than yeah. in, in a trainer and watching a screen and trying to, you know, looking at numbers. It doesn't mean anything to me. So yeah. maybe that's part of it. Um, and, you know, you keep – I'm not going to – I'm going to fat shame you. You are at yeah. least 20 pounds heavier than I am. No, I am, so yeah. So then, then your your wattage is going to be higher. It and is. Everything. It is. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. My position on the bike, this is where I've come to the conclusion, my position on the bike is – Quite a bit lower than the average person, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. you know, a certain speed out in, in reality, I don't have to do as many watts, and that's sure. always been my advantage. Maybe I'm not, maybe I don't push big watts, and everybody has to push big watts to match my effort, bigger watts than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was one of my for things. example. I, I mean, I don't know what you if you remember what your FTP was. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Mine's 329. Oh, oh my, way down. God, is it really? Yeah, wow. Nice. Big, well, that was in March. You. That was in eight, March or April of last year. So I'm assuming it it got higher as the year progressed. But, but I'm also a 200 plus pound man. I just said that on the air. And I'm so embarrassed. So, so that's gonna be that's gonna be a factor, yeah. you know, and things like that. So my 20 minute FTP is 329. I just told that to all the listeners in the world, and they're gonna go, "Why are you so fucking slow then?" You know, and then I've got the other numbers here. My five minutes, three ninety three. My one minute, four ninety nine. My NM, which is a super fast sprint, is eleven thirty two. And I was when I saw your numbers, I was going, "Wait, that's that's what's low your for NM? Eleven thirty two. Yeah, see, and I'm nine sixty one. Yeah, that's bullshit. Because then, I've never beaten you in a sprint, and I know you're pushing. I know you can sprint over a thousand watts. Yeah, yeah. And and maybe it's the. Because I'm in a stationary bike that like, yeah. riding. Who knows? Comfort. There's too many variables yeah. in bike riding. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. My FTP is 229. Yeah. See, what I'm surprised by is that because I would consider you more as a, like, when it said attacker, that's mm-hmm. one thing I was really surprised about, too. Because that's what <clears throat> you, you and I are the, uh, uh, qualify technically as the exact same type of rider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would, c- please cl- correct me if I'm wrong, but. I would consider you more of a kind of a like a diesel engine. You mm-hmm. can just kind of roll that same power for yeah. a, for a while, because I have always tried to consider myself as more of an explosive type of rider in in those like hilly sections. Because like when I see that mine 
is even higher than that too. Mm-hmm. I was surprised by that. Yeah. Because mine is two sixty eight, which is not that high. Slowest either. guy in the room has the highest FTP. <laughs> Slowest fucking guy in the room. Has the well, I mean, FTP. there might be something. It might be something. <laughs> well, to it's b- body you, mass you've too. Pro- you put more time dude. on a trainer, though. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So there, there's the thing is, is if we were in a in a study where you know, to me is, I probably could do. I'm sure my numbers. Well, everybody's numbers are different on the road. All things being equal, kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah. Same conditions and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, numbers are going to change drastically. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you said it best, though. It's like you are in such a low position that aerodynamically you're going to probably yeah. be going faster than everybody else yeah. on a lower amount of yeah. power. Yeah. And, and I, I've done this is kind of one of those things where I'm thinking, piddling around, going, I'm not really tired. So I was looking at my heart rate in the different positions when I'm upright. And obviously, if I'm spinning, if you're spinning, the heart rate goes up. Mm-hmm. And I'll be at like 100 RPMs, and I can see a jump. I still can't get at 100 RPMs my heart rate. There's not enough resistance for me to get that. It's it, it, something. It's so I think are. I think the test. I've been on was the bike bad. where the resistance is so bad that I have to stop pedaling. Well, this is an erg mode. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. When I'm doing, yeah. I'm following it, and and it's adjusting to my workout. Yeah. So when it says. You know, maintain. Yeah, you're climbing up, so I'm doing it. I can, I can spin like. It's not upping you to four or five hundred watts. No, because it's going, erg mode. It keeps me. It yeah. just I I can spin as fast as I want. It's yeah. going to keep that that resi- resistance yeah. down to whatever watts. You need another for. test. I think. I yeah. think. I think your your test gave you low numbers. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Yep. I'm, that's what I'm rolling with because it just and I'll do it. But maybe I'll give myself a month on we'll, this. We'll talk about this here stuff. in a minute. We'll All right. All right. So, teaching. Uh, <laughs> um, should we check out things with headlines? Yeah, we should probably check things with headlines. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. You're going to say it. Panda watch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I can't resist. It's too perfect. Um, let's check the news. Close, but no hour, you guys. Alex Dowsett has some time to digest Wednesday's UCI hour record attempt. Looking back with a cool head, he has no regrets on his ride. Man, he shouldn't. And he says, and I quote, by the way, this is our friends at Cycling News. I'm confident that that uh, he didn't say it that way. I'm confident that was everything I had. And that was the important thing. Uh, He said in the latest video diary on his popular YouTube channel, he says, I'm happy with that for 54.555 kilometers is the third biggest distance in the modern history of the hour record. So that's nothing to be ashamed of. I don't think. Uh, his distance in the uh, Aguas Calientes Velodrome in, in Mexico, it's hot water, in case you want any translation, <laughs> fell uh, 534 meters, just over two laps short of the current record set by Victor, Victor Campenarts in the same location two and a half years ago. He surpassed Bradley Wiggins' effort that took the record away from him back in 2015, but fell short of the British record sent by Dan Bigham. Um, so I guess, you know, I just, um, I, I don't know if you guys were following it. Um, I, I wasn't able to watch it live, but I, I was able to, I was, I, I actually stayed away from social media because I wanted to watch it live. And of course, the first thing I found out on social media, when I turned on my phone, it was actually <laughs> a, I, it was actually a, you know, one of those drop down menus and uh-huh. said, mm-hmm. Alex Dow said, fall short. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. Um, 
there a lot of discussion about the fact that his not achieving the record was not not better, not worse, but almost as as it brought a lot more public attention than if he mm-hmm. would have broken the record. Um, a lot of people have been talking about the 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 cause he chose to do it for, the fact that you know the effort. You know, I, I'm not trying not to put an after school specials type of a spin to this, but there was a lot of positive talk about who he is, what he was doing it for, and and his efforts as they were. Um, so I don't know if you guys had any initial thoughts on, on that and, and his effort out there and how he did. Yeah. I can't imagine having to do that type of an effort for an hour. That sounds, uh, horrendous, but I think it's great that he did it. Um, for, that's a preview coming attraction. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I will say something that did come to my mind, you know, who I think should do it now Who is, Donna? uh, well, he'd probably mm-hmm. rip it apart. Ashton? Mm-hmm. You know who did him one better. Yeah. So I think that could be uh, – I think he could do it. But back to Alex. I think it's 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 great because yeah. I've seen a lot of a lot of things about him like social media-wise in terms of like it. nobody really cares if he beat it or not. Like if he beat it, really, because I'm seeing it's, a lot of yeah. like, like congratulations to this guy. What a great guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. I've seen it everywhere. I've still seen it. I saw it today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's getting a lot of social media attention just yeah. for this. And Israel Startup Nation. Yeah. yeah. Got a Lachlan Morton on their hands. They yeah. do, God, they kind of, mm-hmm. you're right. That's a, what a marketing tool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think it was a good effort. I mean, we always focus on, you know, always getting the win, but. That is a tough mark to break, yeah. and kudos for him to going out there and like it's still the third best. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. on the podium. You yeah. know, if you <laughs> yeah. look at it that yeah. way, when it comes to our record, but, yeah, um, yeah. I mean he didn't do it at sea level like the British record is at sea level, and he raised uh, money that's close to his heart for yeah. mm-hmm. hemophilia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he passed that on to his daughter. So, oh wow, yeah, yeah. Um, are, you know, and, and it's funny, Jackson, you touched on it because I was going to ask if we're on the wave of an, uh, of a new bout, a bunch of people attempting it mm-hmm. and, and who could we see attempting and succeeding? And you immediately wanted to go straight up Ashton Lambie, you know, Philip yeah. Ogana, you know, all these guys and, and, uh, you know, what will Campenarts probably do it again? I'm sure he will. Yeah. He's now a lot of Sadal. Oh, probably be good for the team yeah. since. Mm-hmm. Quebec, next hash, whatever is yeah, tits up, aren't mm-hmm. they? I mean, they're done for. Or I don't. I, I, I don't think know. there's still. I mm-hmm. I don't. There's another deadline. They didn't get yeah. the first deadline, but whatever. That poor team. Yeah. Oh. Right. <clears throat> oh yeah. Um, it is interesting though because I feel like more and more we're seeing a lot of attention turn to track. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, especially with we're seeing a lot of like not only high profile track riders but also high profile road riders switching disciplines and like yeah. really doing well with it. Yeah. I mean, Ashton Lambie is predominantly I would say more He's along a tracky. The, yeah, 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 yeah. But like Filippo Ghana for instance, uh Elia Viviani, mm-hmm. like those type of riders we're starting to see a lot more attention turned to that, which I think also creates creates a full year of cycling that's not road cyclocross road or mm-hmm. road cyclocross mountain bike road like we're seeing all of the different disciplines and i think this champions league 
of track will really yeah. create that hype around it as well. It's a long time overdue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, tra- trackies are probably just from what you just said. Going, yeah, finally, God. I don't. I mean, I wish I understood the uh, the decline of it. I mean, because it's it's a. Uh, there's less tracks. User friendly. That's yeah. true. Yeah, really and that's the problem. They're talking yeah. about eliminating. They were cutting back all for the Olympics. They're cutting back different events, and the reason for that is because there's very few nations that actually have a track to train. Mm-hmm. You know, even continents. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. there is one in Africa, or you know, like maybe Australia has a couple or something. We don't have. Uh, well, Alpine Rose is gone, in mm-hmm. Portland. Yeah, we got uh, Jerry Baker. Yeah. What about the one in Seattle? Slash Marymore. Yeah, Marymore. That one, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. An outdoor track in, yeah. in a rainy Seattle. 400 meter. Yeah, which is... Big a, track. Yeah, that's massive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not even what today's standards. Yeah, well, I was so. just looking at uh, when they were saying that, that uh, Dowsett's distance was 534 meters and it said just over two laps. I went, oh, shit. Yeah, that's See, I, I grew up racing mm-hmm. on Marymore, which is now Jerry Baker, mm-hmm. but... Uh, yeah, five hundred thirty-four. I'm like, that's just over a lap. I'm, su- mm-hmm. I'm surprised he didn't Huge do it at lap. the Garen Thomas one in Wales. I, being, British. I think he was going for for elevation. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, which is just, well, oh well. Yeah. Uh, next story. This one's for Nightwing. Three-time world champion Peter Sagan has said he has new motivation for the season of head ahead, insisting he is quote still young unquote and still has a point to prove. Slovakian will turn 32 in January, which at point he will be riding for total energy. And what is a major career move this winter? Those uh, words are cycling news necessarily, but not mine. He's leaving Bora Hansgrohe after five years for what he describes as, quote, adventure, end quote, at the second division French squad. But his ambition still burns bright. As he said, I want to show some things still. Season is one. That's it. That, you know, I'm sure he gave a kind of a wink or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, last season, he won five races, include the stage to the Giro, where he also collected the points jersey. Um, and this was despite his coronavirus diagnosis, delayed the start of his season and a knee injury, which forced him to abandon the tour on stage three. Um, total energy. Uh, meanwhile, just recorded six wins this year and none at the world tour level. So, um, my first question: Thirty-two is not old. Thirty-two is is pretty okay still for a bike racer. Can we all agree on that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just well, I don't know. Now today, now the standards are. I'm sure the average for wins, the age is dropped. Yeah, I'm sure it has. Yeah. You're, yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, uh, was thoughts on on? I don't want to say this as as it's intended because uh you know some might say he never left it but thoughts on a on peter and a potential return to the top should i let jackson take that one first mm-hmm. probably let jackson take that one first i think it's possible i think there is i saw a, a velo news headline today on instagram that was talking about how he thinks that uh it it's it's like a new beginning for him you know when mm-hmm. he left uh Tinkoff and he went to Bora how it was like this new beginning he won all these world champions he was winning all these races um I think it could be one of those but in a different type of pattern for him I don't know if I think I don't I don't know if he's gonna win um like if he's gonna win a bunch of races but I think with a team that's dedicated to him because if we're being honest here Total Energies is 
Peter Sagan. Like, that's his team now. Yeah. Um, kind of like Bora was when he switched over. Exactly. And so I think they have he has more of a chance of bringing, like, for instance, a green jersey to that team now. Or, like, maybe another Perry Roubaix to that team now. Rather than I think they did before. Because I think they were focusing. I, th- I found as time went on, Bora went, oh, we have. We have Bookman. We have these riders that can win us maybe a grand tour. And so they focus more on that rather than they did winning the jersey. As we saw over the past two years, they didn't really care about it anymore. Yeah. Um, and I also think he'll – I think he is the perfect rider to kick the shit out of some gravel races. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he he is that – I mean, if you think about it, in my mind, a gravel race is kind of just like a long classic depending on the distance sure so and i think that he could be not milan san remo it, of it course is milan yeah san remo. <laughs> yeah but, but like i feel like he could be a really good rider for that and i would be interested to see if he shows a face at unbound this year that could be a big one because unbound if you think about it probably the biggest gravel race in the world right now yeah and i would be interested to see if he could if he would if he'd be there wow hmm. i guess we started with the Peter Sagan expert. Mm-hmm. You got anything to, to kind of ditto or dovetail off of that one, Paul? Well, I, I <laughs> there is uh, Total uh, had uh, Nikki Tepstra after he won Flanders. Yeah. He went over there, and the next year he had a shit year. He crashed, and I think he broke his collarbone. He was unconscious in, in Flanders. In fact, he went down early. Uh, so, yeah, he's never came to the top. Um, I think sometimes. Even though you're a star rider, I have to question whether he's got everything that he needs there, like mm-hmm. from Bora, mm-hmm. a world-class team, a world tour team. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know if they have what it what he Give needs what to for. get there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But maybe, I mean, he's he. I don't think he asked for much either as a rider. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see. There's a lot of people who I, I can understand his thinking about. He's recharged his mind, his battery. He's got, um, uh, of course, Sep, um, uh, Sep Ben Marka. Oh. He likes going to teams the where Sep. they struggle. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. notorious to do that because it's like it gives, for some reason in the psyche, it's like I'm going to fight I'll do this myself, yeah. you know, as opposed to being pampered. So maybe that's kind of on that same mindset that mm-hmm. um, Peter does. Peter, that. Yeah, Peter might say, yeah. I get to run my own show, and he's got a couple of his teammates coming with him. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Daniel Oss being one, and Daniel and Oss his brother, is his hard his man. Brother going? I don't. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did he? Is he? Yeah, he's going. Michael Bodnar's going. Or Mikhail Bodnar. Yeah. Um, he's he's got his own entourage coming yeah. with him. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, I I think the guy's got some support some fire in his belly yeah. left too so I, I i'm hoping the best i just he's a fun guy he makes bike racing fun he talked about the concepts of of some things that were lost in bike racing this year and it's almost yeah. he's kind of the guy who feeds off of that audience and mm-hmm. that crowd and 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 that was missing this year so i mean i i, I uh, come on back pete we need you man the sport needs you uh, story number three, and it's funny you should have mentioned this, Jackson, because I'm going to kind of dovetail off of that. Remco rides the waffle. Remco Evenepoel, uh finished in the top 10 in his debut gravel race in the Belgian waffle ride in Kansas on this last Sunday. 21-year-old took the medium distance 111-kilometer route 
and completed it in four hours and three minutes, placing seventh just over an hour down on the winner, Scott Jackson. Venipole's teammate, Mattia Cataneo, also raced and finished in ninth place a couple of minutes in arrears. Organized offers three different distances during the fourth and final Belgian waffle ride of the season that kicked off in Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, American Tanner Ward was the first finisher in the Maine's men race that was run over 111 miles or 178 kilometers. Oops, camera switch there. And included 8,000 feet of elevation game and traversed throughout the northwest northeast region of Kansas. Uh, Australia's Tiffany Cromwell from Canyon Shram won the women's race. Um, they both... So, anyway, you know. So, Eventipol competed in the 69-mile distance which featured 3600 feet of elevation game again and the wanna there's the 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 waffle the wanna and the wafer he did the wafer and then the wanna is is 33 miles um am i the only one surprised that he did the shorter distance and i don't want to bust anybody's balls but i'm going to i think this was a stupid publicity stunt fuck yes because I, everybody's like, even Belgian Waffle themselves, I'm not calling them out. I, I mean, we did their race. I loved it. But yeah, they, they were posting about these world tour pros are coming and racing our race. And it was so dumb because like I was, I was gearing up to be like, oh, Remco Eventipol wins the main, mm-hmm. like the long distance event of the Belgian Waffle Ride Kansas. But instead it was, hey, he kind of went out there. He rode a little bit. He probably rode it not even close to threshold, which is probably threshold for everybody else <laughs> beyond. Yeah. 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 But it's like, I don't know. This just seems dumb. I'm seeing them go to the Oakley factory. Like this is just kind of a vacation for them. If you really think about it, 69 fucking miles. Yeah. You're Paul? a world tour pro. Yeah. yeah. One of the best in the world. Uh, yeah. You have to wonder the, the intent of choosing what he did. And, yeah. You know, if it it's just to get a little experience of writing, Getting some bike handling skills. We all know his six. gravel skills are a He's, little amiss. Yeah, and, and so that, that could be yeah. some of it. Yeah, and, and the least amount of miles he could ride, the chances of crashing on it, <laughs> you know, have decreased yeah. too. So, is it too soon to say no bridges? <laughs> Sorry, I had to his, lung might, his lung might. Tell oh, you his lung might tell me. Young might tell me it's too soon to mention yeah. no bridges. <laughs> I don't. I just. I to be honest, I was like, really? He did sixty nine miles. That uh, hundred. What is what is the full length? One hundred and eleven miles. That's 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 a cakewalk for a guy like Rempo. Shorter than a world tour stage. But you know, I I understand. He's at the tail end of his year. He probably did it as a as a specialized sponsorship track, mm-hmm. and you know, and going to Oakley and things like that. And you know, I just. Did you go to Pizza Hut? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I want to know who to give shit about this for, though. I want to know who to go, hey, you fucking lie to us. I don't want to blame the promoters because the promoters are just trying to get people to come to the race. I don't want to blame his sponsors because, you know, who, who do I, who am I, who should I be upset at? I think the team. Really? Yeah, screw them, you know? Yeah. I'm, bl- I'm blaming disc brakes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll blame Patrick Lefebvre because he's easy target. He's a Facebook yeah, friend go. of mine. He'll yeah. probably never come on anyway. Yeah. So there we go. Um, how many pros do you guys do you think see and start in major races in 2022? And, and Jackson, you brought this up earlier. You know, I think is are we are we especially now that the UCI is stealing? I mean, embracing gravel. Um, 
are we on the verge of seeing, especially in our in our U.S. events like Unbound, like some of these Belgian mm-hmm. waffle events, um, a, a, a big influx of of European pros? Yeah, I think it's gonna happen. Uh, but I will also. I think it's interesting how the UCI has technically um, created their own gravel series. Um, but does anybody in this room know who won the first one? There was one? Yeah, it was 35 riders. It was in Italy. 35 riders. Yeah, there yep. was um, uh, Philippe, uh, uh, what's his name? Somebody he's from a classic. Cinch? No, no, no. He, he's, he was a classic. He won Milan San Remo. Filippo uh, Pizzato was the promoter. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, But nobody knows who won, and that means I think it's kind of dumb. Because I, <laughs> because I think there's such a hype and a popularity around Unbound, and or around the American gravel races, nobody in this room knows who won the European ones or the UCI ones, and so I think, however, this is this is where my point goes, that I think that there are that a lot of teams are looking at Trek Segafredo, Movistar, Alpha and Fenix. They're all looking at these different riders mm-hmm. who got a lot of screen time, whether it be on the horrible flow bikes coverage or the pure gravel Instagram story. It doesn't matter. They, that Jersey was right there and Mm -hmm. millions of people watched that. I don't know if it's millions, but still it's like these things are so big on sponsors and social media. And there are so many people watching this, these things that I could see it. I could see it really taking off this year. I don't know what it is, but I feel like this year, a lot of these world tour pros might go, Oh, we should probably show up to this. I could see a Remco actually showing up and trying at a unbound. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Peter Stetna has got to be like, Motherfucker, I had this. This yeah. was, this was <laughs> a great thing. gig until the yeah, Lawrence Sentom, son of a bitch. Yeah, he had a good year too. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, well, as long I I think no, no harm is done if there's no uh, parents fee when they start paying out parents fees for these guys. They that, will, mm-hmm. and if they do, that's going to change the face of mm-hmm. gravel. Uh, it doesn't matter where they're in Europe or here or whatever. Um, I think that's going to be the killer, not so much pros racing the race because that attitude still, they still mm-hmm. have to turn the, the styles and do the race, right? Sure. And, but they're not, there isn't any bonus. Mm-hmm. There isn't a really rich pot compared to like European racing. So it's all shits and giggles right now. 
But if they start doing that, I think the attitude, you're going to start seeing, you know, why would a, a good amateur, like, you know, even, um, you know, Peter Stetna doesn't get an appearance when he, these no. Europeans are just like, well, screw you. I'm not doing your race, you know, yeah. that type of thing. Why are you paying this guy? And then it gets out of control. I mean, so. Canyon Canyon's probably making sure Peter goes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's all know, as a part of his salary, yeah, you know, just just as it would be with Ian Boswell and Wahoo, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, yeah. But how long is that going to last? I mean, when yeah. you got yeah, the guys that are showing up doing the sixty mile thing, making more money and a better lifestyle, shit, you know, mm-hmm. that's where the poison is yeah. in the well. I will say one thing that's really fascinating about this side of the sport is that we can. See, I mean, we saw it last year. Um, Matteo Jorgensen showed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, What's his name? Uh, Quinn Simmons showed up. All of these like world tour, like high level world tour pros, uh, showed up to these races. Not a single one of them made the top five. Not even the top seven, which is so crazy. Because like that quote unquote founding fathers of like they're hauling ass. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're the ones that are still there. So part of me wonders if like if these privateers, these people who are focusing so heavily on the sport, are the ones that are really going to excel i mean we, we we saw it with when sagan did the uh olympic, olympic mountain, mountain bike race yeah. whether mechanical or not like he still got flats that was still his fault in essence especially in an off-road race like you see these road pros trying to switch over and it's not the same like they might be these have these amazing ftps but still it's a different side but of the sport. we all still I, I tuned in specifically. Now, I was going to watch the Olympic mountain bike race anyway, mm-hmm. but I wanted to see how he did. Yeah, and me that's too. Where, that's where this whole thing's going to happen. And, you know, it, but that's a small slice of that pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, roadies yeah. to watch. I'm not interested, although I, I am. I'll look at the numbers, but I wouldn't watch it on TV. That doesn't interest gravel me, whoever. Or mountain bike. Yeah, both of those. Yeah, really? I mean, gravel. I mean, what's exciting about that? There's. I think you would, I think you would like gravel. I think I've watched. Would, I watched quite. There's a guy who does just because uh, Unbound. It's, it's very similar. And he does a. Produ- to a road I can't remember the name of the production, but he's done several Unbound, like promotionally interviews people, mm-hmm. and he actually does a race and he does footage and stuff. I mean, on a documentary, but the the tactics on on gravel and what I've seen, the little that I have seen, it's pretty uh, attrition type thing. It is, and that's yeah, the same right. yeah. the same thing that comes to. Like me watching a long stage, a flat stage in the tour, it's just sure. Mm-hmm. I see you know, what you're it saying. is, yeah. and and that's why it's it it'll be a hard to sell on TV. I mean, because those things are what eight hours long, yeah, ten hours long. Ten, yeah, it's like yeah. how do you? It has to be done to get interest in the documentary type style mm-hmm. in order to hook people. I will say you can argue the same thing, and I'm not attacking any side of the sport. I love it here, no. but you could say the same thing about road cycling as well. Yeah. You know, how sure. long is Milan San Remo? Jesus Christ, that's a long race. Like, yeah, it just recently they've shown the whole thing from yeah. start to finish. We used to only get the last hour and a half for years and years and years, and, and, and even in Europe, because that same reason. Yeah, it's just. But I th- I think <clears throat> with with gravel, what I think is interesting is the surfaces. Is like is the surface type that could make it exciting? Sure. Because at any moment, you can just like like in a, like a Perry Roubaix this year, you never know when somebody's going to have a mechanical. That's kind of the same with gravel. I I saw this year's Perry Roubaix as more of a race of attrition rather than a race of tactics. 
And how many how many European races? I, I don't mean to go too far down the rabbit hole of gravel, but how many European races could already classify as a gravel race? Well, Trobro, uh, Leon, yeah. yeah, that's already pretty is. much is, yeah, yeah. Uh, and always has been. Paris-Roubaix, in essence, mm-hmm. because of the amount of sectors and the amount yeah. and the percentage of the amount of race. Well, uh, and uh, when you. For me, like a gravel race is when majority of it is on gravel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Paris-Roubaix, there's only 52 kilometers are on, out of 250, uh, 52 kilometers are on, on Pave. Yeah. So the the thrill for me, the diff- what I see between those two and is speed. Watching yeah. somebody, now we know if those guys are doing 23 on the gravel, that's fast. But it's not, it's not exciting to watch as opposed to guys that are on the edge going over the Arnberg forest at you know 37 yeah. miles an yeah. hour yeah. and they're that is where that adrenaline starts kicking in and i would rather watch and i i could care less but i'd rather watch downhill mountain biking than cross country because of that <laughs> same because i'm a speed junkie i guess yeah. and and when they're tiptoeing through rock gardens like oh jeez yeah, you know yeah. who cares? Yeah. Uh, all you're doing is want you want somebody to crash to have some kind of action, or the picking the line. You know, nah, that's not for me. That's so interesting because I, it's interesting to like hear what people prefer to watch in this sport uh-huh. because I watched the entirety of the uh, Olympic mountain bike race, the whole thing, from start mm-hmm. to finish. I never skipped at anything. Because I thought it was so fascinating to watch riders. You apparently watch more than Matthew Vanderpool. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think Wait, all three of us is, did. The rep is gone. <laughs> ah! But I, I just think it's interesting. And and another thought that came to my mind is how would we be looking at gravel racing if it had a crowd? If there were Arnberg Forest actors, yeah. What would be? Would we think? Would we be comparing these at equal levels? But then you're going to run into the curse of the loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what mountain bike racing cross country has has been cursed by. Mm-hmm. It used to be a large. You'd see them at the start. You'd see them maybe once in the in between, and then you'd see them at the end. That is not spectator friendly. Gravel racing. It's a hundred and some mile loop. How many Out times in the middle of how nowhere. many times at Belgian Waffle, California, could our family members have seen us i mean ultimately once mm-hmm. my thought is though if it, what's like what's the difference with road racing though you know what i mean like people do, people stop they drive they go stop they drive they go oh like, i see what you're saying yeah, 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 yeah like yeah, they, yeah. they stop to watch like ultimately like mom for instance could sure. have driven to any one of the sectors and yeah. seen us that's so, a great point yeah. that's a great point sorry yeah no yeah. no yeah and they do that and but you know to further they has there has to be a section and i know that Unbound has one that's really shale sharp mm-hmm. areas, mm-hmm. but it's out in the middle of nowhere. And Perry Roubaix, um, and and even Flanders, when you go there, it's in Flanders, it's the cobble climbs. There's people along the roadside. Yeah. You know, there's just Arnberg they step out in the middle of nowhere, though. No, there's a small little town, but that again, a lot of people do the the cobble hop. They'll watch that hop in their car, and that's you can, what Jackson because yeah. it goes. Yeah, but yeah. those sectors, there's roads in between. Yeah. And and you're going to particular sectors. Gravel is just a long stretch of gravel rolling yeah. hills. So how do you determine that selected all those cobblestones and all the cobble climbs in the classics? And if you look even like Milan San Remo, mm-hmm. it's the Poggio and and mm-hmm. you know all the climbs. That's where the masses are. And yeah. and so when you have gravel, it's just it's cornfields and I think dirt. there's a, I think there's a 
think there's a match here, though. I think yeah. it's funny listening to the two of you mm-hmm. guys because there is a match. I because I'm just thinking of of some of the specific gravel races I've done where there are epic sections, there are epic sectors, and there are roads to get to it because there's an aid station mm-hmm. that, that yeah. people drove to and they sure. can't drive on the course or something like that. So you know maybe there maybe there is well, a that's fine where fine the mix promoter has the to push those points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you've got to get mm-hmm. really good at course de- yeah. design. And that's part of promoting. You you show that, like, this is the hill, this is the climb, this is the dirt, this is what makes it unique, and then you will have mm-hmm. that draw. And that's, yeah. what I th- that's what immediately made me think about. You There could be, and I think Belgian Waffle did this really well. The When we did it this year, they made a video series of, like, how to handle the sector. Sure. Where, like... It, like, there was a writer, who, previous writer, who had won the race, went to each sector and said... This is the line you should pick. This is what you should do. I think if Unbound were to do something like that, that could bring spectators to a specific area, you know? Yeah. Because, like, in Belgian Waffle, they call it the Belgian Waffle names them, too. Exactly. All the sections. And that's a really good idea because it would bring much more of a spectatorship. I mean, Lemon Von Twistenberg is kind of a dorky name. But it it has a name, and it and they gave you the, you know the map is over there on the beer yeah. fridge, you know of the sectors that you can go through, and and you know that's 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 a draw, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and and those goofy little names I remember like oh god I'm on blah, 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 yeah whatever, whatever that mountain been. was yeah fucking hell <laughs> yeah right but yeah yeah so you know I think there's there's something and it's a it's a obviously a product or the, or the UCI wouldn't give a shit yeah well and I uh, you know obviously there is money in it but I think to get people to view I think the other thing too when you talk in mm-hmm. America the only people that watch a bike race is family members yeah. in Europe it's it's you an electric yeah. yeah and yeah. so that that until and America is only going to watch a race that we can we can yeah. it's exciting yeah. it gives instant gratification yeah. you, ever watched, go from there. you ever watched american football it's yeah play stop play stop play stop and yeah. it just is always continuously yeah. going quick I, quick quick yeah. i heard speaking of that i heard it well was it's play stop stand around yeah yeah well yeah. and then play stop stand yeah. so i heard it was interesting <laughs> they compared pro football to pro basketball and the amount of time that they play oh that a pro football player in in the whole season uh, actually is in play less than one basketball game, one player in basketball right, really? running in, oh, in like movement, that, yeah. in motion. It's harder, bro. Yeah. <laughs> six seconds, yeah. one minute break, six yeah. seconds. Yeah. And yeah. the average play is like six to five, se- five to six seconds. Don't get me started on baseball. Ta-da! That's a great one. Yeah. Topic for everybody brought to you by our friends at Athletic Brewing Company. Go to packfiller.com. Click on the athletic link. Do it now. The new flavors are coming out constantly. I just ordered 12 new Oregon Idaho 7 Wet Hop IPA. That's a big name, but it sounds delicious. They also have a new dark malt, as well as a good old-fashioned athletic light, which I ordered for my wife because she wants red beers. And, and, the, and the athletic light is 25 calories a can. Mm-hmm. And it's, I guarantee it's going to taste better than that other whatever Michelob Ultra shit athletic brewing try some today I want to talk about winter training gentlemen how are we going to approach this how are you guys going to ensure I don't gain 20 pounds and end up right back where (laughs) I started last year in case you guys didn't know podcasting is all about the host and I want it to be about me so um, I'm going to pose you guys some questions and I'm going to pose you guys the proposal that I, I kind of sent to you and then I want to see where you go. So uh, when to start? Now, there was always the, the the philosophy, you know, Jackson started the show off saying he's taken he's been taking a break. I have also been taking a break. You have not mm-hmm. at all. 
Um, now January or never start stop in the first place. I mean, I remember I, I like I keep remembering Greg Lamont's book where he always started January 1st. That was that was when his official training kicked off. Is that a myth anymore or do we do we have a specific targeted stop date, start date? Does anybody think about that? See, cycling is an interesting sport cuz you got to take into consideration age, you know, genetics, sure. like your physiological like a lot of physiological changes that have happened over the over the years like and I'm not trying to bring this back to shame anybody here but like for instance how we talk about how i can get fit like that like genuinely very who are you shaming jackson (laughs) (laughs) but like genuinely because of the age that i that i am i have that ability to just like bounce back a a lot quicker than somebody of i'm not calling you old right of different ages ride that train as long as you can dude i said i am but like it's it's really interesting because now i think January 1st I could start January 1st and be ready for February races but could oh, shit right but could people of like a different body type or like let's say or different, age you yeah. can say age yeah it's okay no I know yeah, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. like I, I'm just trying to like add the variations like somebody of just maybe who was born a second later could have something different than I do mm-hmm. it's just it's really interesting to think about that when training as well I'm starting well, actually, it's it's kind of funny. I'm going to try because this week for me in in work is a little bit ta- tailored off. Even though it's the week before I produce a show, um, I'm going to do that that one week ramp test for the prep for the ramp mm-hmm. test. My goal is to do it this weekend. I I want to get going. I'm ready to get going. Um, I was okay with taking time off. I was okay with saying okay four five whatever six weeks. It's kind of nice. I've been paying attention. I, I love all this technology. I've been paying attention to my whoop because I've been looking at it going, I'm still hitting 12, 13, sometimes 15, 16 days just, just at work. Mm-hmm. And, and okay, so I'm not slacking. I'm not sitting on the couch all day. I'm not, in, I'm not doing cycling-specific work, but I'm still getting stuff done. And I'm still, you know, I took a walk with Michelle on Sunday and, you know, and I'm I'm getting out and I'm doing stuff. I'm not just you know I'm not a slacker, but uh, but I'm ready to start because I I I want 2022 to be a lot bigger. So I'm ready to start sooner. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, I I think getting back to starting in January, um, I it, when he wrote that book, he was still racing. Sure. Yeah, and so yeah. and and even the pros they work themselves into shape racing. Uh, for amateurs and even in this area, racing actually starts in March. Mm-hmm. And it used to, we had, you'd have to go down to Banana Belt, which was just yeah. outside of Portland, to catch a couple of early races. We got to go to Jack's house. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was about it. There wasn't anything in March when, when I started. And then the, the launch was the first weekend in April, which was uh, Volunteer Park Crit. In, in Seattle, so, but God, I remember that. Uh, yeah, and and so yeah, that if you start in January now, and then for me and my age, I started going through uh, the Washington State Bicycle Association calendar. There's not much on there right now, but oh, May is packed. May is yeah, yeah, oh, and then there's nothing. Okay, now we know. Well, yeah. we got uh, ready. Turn to bloom. That's the first Rick. part. That's also. 
two weeks later. It's also the month I'm putting on a twenty-four hour race. Well, Paul and I'll be there. Fuck. RC RC three here in town. Yeah. Another an Omnium race. That's two weeks after Tour de Bloom. Drink. Oh, drink. And then two weeks after that is Walla Walla stage race. Jesus. So and then it. It falls off. And I'd like to make a proposal. I would like for you guys to experience what I experienced last summer. I think we should go up or go down to Portland to uh, experience those Mount Tabor circuit races. I don't know why this is my new thing tonight. I agree. <laughs> I agree very much. I think yeah. that would be fun. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think it'd be really interesting not to get too far in the weeds here, but no. just to experience a different city that surrounds itself with cycling. Yeah. 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 To experience that Shall racing atmosphere. Up against them. Maybe a bike town. Ooh. Ooh. I haven't done one of those since COVID. Yeah. Hey, you got an ex-local. Yeah. 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 Mianski always said he'd be on the show, too. Oh, yeah. Bob. Oh, that show. Mm-hmm. So that'd be a good one. Um, so uh, talk to me about uh, uh, your plans for the winter. Weaknesses. Um, how do you work on them? Strength training, off the bike workouts, and more importantly, to coach or not to coach. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm teasing that because... I've got a I've got a uh, confirmation I've got a confirmation from yeah. Chris Carmichael from and he's going to come on the show in a couple of weeks and we're going to talk about the, the what coaching entails uh, these days and 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 the need for it and maybe we're all living a lie and we need to probably pick up a coach but um, so where are you guys where are you guys on that and um, what what are your individual objectives for the off season um, Jackson I I don't know if you're if you're going to where you know you've talked about Zwift that you're more into that type of a thing, um, what other areas are you going to work on in terms of your weaknesses or strengths and things like that? Yeah. So, um, I think this year, wa- uh, the the system Wahoo system is not out mm-hmm. of my realm at all. Um, I think that they've got a really special area in terms of uh what like a weight training but it's not really like heavy like you're going into the gym you're hitting like the du- you're hitting the 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 racks you know yeah um which no. i really which i really appreciate especially for a cyclist and i don't i can't speak for you two but i find that as a cyclist myself going into a gym and comparing myself is difficult and <laughs> daunting in an just it just you can out leg press all those fucking guys i tell you yeah but the upper body strength is just nowhere to be found. And I think that's something I would like to work on this year because I would like to have more strength. I'd like to not have my back hurt or my neck hurt halfway through or like halfway through a ride, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so just strength training is something I'm really interested in. And I'd, I don't know. I'd like to be able to stick with David when he looks at me and he says 300. We're doing 350, like a steady 350 going up ballet chapel Mm -hmm. like i'd like to be able to stay there and not have to worry about oh he weighs 10 pounds less than i do (laughs) so i'd like to be able to sustain those type of numbers this year and i don't know if that'll happen over the winter paul what's your approach well i think i mentioned earlier i'll I'll use system System. and and try and dial that part in um you know a little bit of guidance as in a personal coach i'm not that serious you know i mean i like to i like to race if it was uh if i was younger and i had you know tons of money uh, but now with the price of bicycles right now who can afford a coach yeah, yeah. um so yeah it, it's it's one of those things where i know th- the reality slapping in the face i was i was you know 
getting down like ah this getting older is terrible and i'm getting dropped you know when i shouldn't i have no recovery and then like i mentioned about two weeks ago when i averaged one ride a week week. (laughs) it's like yeah okay that's easy to fix i mean it's just a matter of doing intervals not over it's easy to overdo it on intervals um so and and just use maybe that structure where like today i rode that recharge from uh the name of the system yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one of theirs and and you know it's not a hard one it's just stair steps up and goes down then you have like three jumps towards the end which is it was easy um i shouldn't have we shouldn't have told paul about the problem in his system because he would have kept doing these workouts at such a low number <laughs> and I had kicked his ass in the spring, but now I'm fucked because he's going to figure out the, no, I, 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 I know there's something wrong and that's, I was going to get to the bottom of it because mm-hmm. if, if I'm going to spend half, uh, you know, a half hour on my bike, and get like one bead of sweat off and there's something no, wrong. you should be so, walking off not like feeling going, happy yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah i'll just do this and retest i don't know in about a, maybe next month yeah you know there you go. or maybe towards the end of the but uh yeah i i think um as you get older uh you j- you really don't recover and and i've read so many things and even that mm-hmm. over and who you've interviewed before yes yeah. but uh and I raced against it, uh, the uh, Gorge Roubaix. Yeah. Well, I started with him, and, uh, you know. <laughs> Ned just. Yeah. He was 62, 63 yeah. at the time, yeah. and he got third place, but he got DQ'd because on the descent down this windy road, he crossed the yellow line. So, yeah. Tough. But, yeah, against ones, twos. And yeah. Whatever, Jesus. So. Anyway. Um, I'm going to... I'm I'm going to start as soon as possible. I COVID was um, almost for me a blessing in terms of training. I had time. I'm not saying COVID was good. I'm saying COVID offered me more time. Yeah, in terms of uh, in terms of scheduling, and so this year's going to be a lot more different. Um, with uh, <laughs> I just saw the feedback of Paul pointing at the camera. Like, Take me out of the camera. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't like. I the have red a light. booger. I got to yeah. get. <laughs> Thank you. Um, wow. So um, I, I, but I, I've got to figure out a way to do it because this year was really beneficial, and and I, I, I think I found a window. So I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be doing obviously through the system, um, and this is not a paid endorsement. I just want everybody to know that Wahoo's not paying us to talk about this yeah. platform. But if they want to buy product, if they, they want to, yeah. They can yeah. go through the website. Go through the website. Yeah, and that's then, the only thing. Yeah, I was just Change. friends with. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was friends with with Dave and and, and Sufferfest for a long time, and I, I believe in the product. I think mm-hmm. it's cool. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's like Joe Rogan pushing Invermectin. Um, this is he, this is my <laughs> Invermectin. Um, so, sorry, I had to make a political joke. But I'm also gonna do I, I'm gonna do the goddamn yoga. I've got to figure out how to do, how to keep up with the yoga. And I have been doing that. I've have done been. about five sessions on that. And if you this want core good. strength, there is a couple of yeah, things. I got to do a work. lot of core strength. Yeah. It, it, a lot it, of core will strength. Work that. Uh, Derby is another uh, resource that I've told people about many times. D a r e b e e dot com. It has uh, daily workouts, daily kind of creative ones that are are little to no um, weights. It's all load bearing. Uh, you know, personal personal body weight. Um, great workouts, brilliant stuff, and they do full individual ones of the day or they do 10 12 week programs that you can do and all specific strengths it's a, it's really good stuff 
Uh, so there we go. I, I also think that motivation is the key. Uh, motivation is so important to it. And so my my little brain kicks in things at, at odd hours of the night. And sometimes I'll just sit down and I'll just start typing something out. And I was thinking about methods in which to keep us and to keep you, the listener, motivated uh, throughout the year or ongoing or whatever we might might want to do. And I came up with this silly little idea that I want to pitch to you guys. And I want to pitch to you guys sitting at home or office or wherever you might be um, with this, what I'm calling the Pack Filler Ambassador. Ambassador, I I fucked up the own name. (laughs) Pack Filler Ambassador Certification Challenge. How 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 cool does that sound? I I got it. I got it. You know, wait, what what what's a good uh, D dramatic music? No, that's too dramatic. <laughs> the Pack Filler Ambassador Certification Challenge. Um, so basically, the concept of this is, and it came up, it, it kind of popped into my head a while ago about about ways to. Obviously promote the show, but obviously to get people motivated to be a part of the group even more. Yes, we had the membership program last year, which was a success, and everything worked really well. And I'm not saying like, like Donald Trump. It was huge. But um, <laughs> but uh, but what's that? I'm saying it always comes back yeah. around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, but I want people to also, also participate and play along with us in a lot of different uh, cycling-based challenges to promote the efforts along with the show in the process. So um, here's here, – uh, let me – should I start with the, just simply the rules and then go to the challenges? Like the okay, because I wrote this all up. You know, looks official. I wrote it all up. It looks cool. Yeah, it's got exactly. The official stamp. It does. Yeah. It does. You know, copy and paste is a powerful tool. Mm-hmm. Um, each of the challenges must be completed within a ten-month period from the date of the starting. Okay, ten months. That's a while. Okay, and you can do this anytime. It doesn't have to start today. It can start anytime. It's an ongoing challenge. You must provide proper proof that you've completed a step in the challenge. Each challenge has an individual method of proof, proof um, subject by the clarification of, of obviously us here at the, at the show. Participants must be safe, respectful, and definitely not overly serious about these challenges. I want everybody to relax and have fun. I don't want people to be douchebags flying down hills because Strava told me to or something like that. They must be completed in order to be able to classify for ambassadorship. And I'm going to talk about ambassadorship. That word is kicked around a lot here these days, but I want to kind of throw it out there in terms. Sam started it, though. Yeah, you're right. Ambassador cycling, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Participants must promote the show via social media using a bunch of hashtags or something like that. Just I want everybody to be involved, and I want to get everybody excited about it. Okay, so here we go. Um, The reward will be an official ambassador status which includes a pro- full pack filler ambassador cycling kit, jersey, gloves, socks, stickers, and I haven't received pro- uh, uh, permission from Gooder yet, but I hope they'll get involved. Um, $150, buck, $150 value there. Uh, special one-time and ongoing sponsorship discounts and an ambassador discount at pack filler events because we've got one, for example, the t- upcoming 24-hour race. So... Here are the challenges, and I, I want your guys, I'm going to list the challenges. There are obviously 10 intended to be either com, com, completed you know, in a weekend if you're a lunatic or one every, 10 month, or one every month for 10 months, whatever you want to do. And then if you keep track of it, do them in order, you've got it. 
can't can't take over 10 months though come on you know one challenge a month okay now i guess i'm going to go with uh, should i just ask you guys for thumbs up on on the individual challenges and then a yes or no on the whole thing as a unit i don't know how should we do this yes yeah <laughs> yes to what you were saying yes. okay First challenge, first challenge, and in fact, I think I, I, my, my objective is to have the three of us, you're okay on this first one, uh, do this starting in November. That's okay. my, my dream, okay? First one, first challenge is the Wahoo, Wahoo uh, 4DP test, the, the full frontal, not the full frontal, yeah, the full frontal, yeah. that's what it's called. Um, if you are not a Wahoo System member, you don't have to be. You can do a free one-week trial, complete the test, save your results, you're done. You don't have to pay him another penny, okay? You have to provide a screenshot of the final tests required. So we can laugh? Yeah. Like they no. do at mine? No, we didn't oh. laugh at yours. <laughs> yours is wrong. Yours is incorrect. But okay, so that's the first challenge. You got to do that. Let's say you, the, the three of us, you've already done it. We do it in November. Second one, the one-hour record time trial. Ride as hard as you can for one hour. Record the distance, submit it to Pack Filler, to posting on a one-hour record results page, which means we will have an ongoing page where everybody can have the results posted saying what they did one hour. You can do it on your bike, on, your ro- on the road. You can do it on a mountain bike. You can do it on your trainer, anything like that. And we will post those records. It'll be an ongoing top 10 list on the website forever. Okay, that's the first two. Third one. The beverage four mile challenge. <laughs> he <laughs> doesn't like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me finish. Let me finish. Any twelve ounce beverage of your choice, because I want people to drink responsibly, okay. over four miles. One beverage, quote unquote, before each mile. Record your time to be posted on the pack filler leaderboard. This if you're using alcoholic beverages, this needs to be done on a stationary bike. Okay, so we're going to, our, okay. our equivalent of a beer mile, it could be ciders, it could be athletic brewing, it could be whatever you want. Okay. But I think it'd be fun with beer. Um, I'm doing it with milk. Milk. Oh! <laughs> milk was a bad yeah, choice. choice. <laughs> There's the movie. Yeah, That's yeah. the movie on the deserted island. Yeah. Challenge number four, the 100. Ride 100 miles in one day. Record and send the Strava link. Now, if we were doing this in every month, have you guys been paying attention to number four? Would that be, f- that would be February. In February? That's the worst month of the February. year. February. <laughs> yeah. Next one, number five. It's, it's a month off after after the one hundred. The flying mile, one hundred mile rolling time trial must be on flat terrain terrain with a net zero gain or loss. Of, it's got to be zero. So if it's downhill, it's got to have an uphill. So you equal to zero elevation gain. Record and send the Strava link. That's number five. Just one mile? One mile. Okay. Flying one mile. You can roll into it as fast as you want. You can do it with friends. You can do it with teammates. You can do whatever you want. Number six. This one's going to sound familiar. 500-foot speed climb. Climb 500 feet as quickly as possible. Number seven. The overnighter challenge. I'm looking at Paul on this one. Oh, that's not gonna happen. Hold on, let me finish though. <laughs> the overnight challenge: ride somewhere, spend the night, ride back. Camping not required, but encouraged. Hotel motel is also accepted. You must submit when you complete this challenge what I call picks and paragraph, which means you will 
You will take a couple photographs. You will talk about a small two to three sentence response about what you did. What's the distance on each day? Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. I don't care. You can ride across the street, stand in your neighbor's house, and ride back if you want. Yeah. Be a funny story. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Oh, I got all, an idea now. We all have a little spend the night here yeah. at the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have the longest ride, though. You, yeah. <laughs> you would. They, that's true. That's true. Uh, number eight. I'm on number eight, right? One week without. Log an entire seven-day week without the use of a car, excluding work if necessary. If you, if you, if you drive a car for work, you may drive a car. But you may you must make an attempt to go seven days without the use of a car. Easy. Yes. Strava picks in a paragraph will be and will be included for that one. Number nine, the it's not about me challenge. You must either donate fifty dollars or five hours of your personal time to a bike related charity. It could be volunteering for a race. It could be helping kids find helmets. It could be donating 50 bucks to a Parks Foundation, whatever you want. That's number nine. And finally, number 10, the return of the mini Everest. 2,900 feet in one day as quickly as possible. Roger is not welcome. Yeah, I was about to say, we got to take it easy on this one. <laughs> I am the only one beer left. <laughs> you guys are second empty. So, 10 challenges may be competed completed as quickly as you want or one a month for 10 months the return on the investment is you have sent us all this material that we will use to promote the show because it's fun because we want to create this culture of, of bike racers who are all having a great time or bike riders who are all having a great time and doing these these insane things but it also builds us as a community together you know hey i've done it i've done it hey you see somebody with the jersey out there they've got the ambassador kit or something like that man you did it all right or you encourage other people to do it i'm doing it in the realm of and in the same vein of 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 what sufferfest did with knighthood i thought it was a really cool challenge i thought it was a great thing to do but this also gets people who are out there promoting the podcast who i know have bought in they've invested and I'm willing to sh shell out the money for the kit for that, for people to do that. Um, my question is, my questions for you two, the panel, is this a stupid fucking idea? And if it is, I understand. <laughs> um, is this motivation enough? Are we all in or are we all out? Should we tweak it? Should we throw it away? What do you guys think of the concept as a whole? I think it's... I. I I think it's great because it creates um, a community, especially something that is really Be big. Be honest. Tell me I'm full of shit well, if I'm full of shit. No, what I'm saying is I think it's really important, and we've kind of talked about this, um, but like creating a community within not only whether it be around across the country or just in our own local area, you know, seeing people with the pack filler on can, is, is kind of cool, and I think something like this helps create that because whether it be pack filler or what, but as long as somebody's waving to you on their bike, I think if we create a culture, like create an even bigger culture mm -hmm. like that, because we already have it here, but I think anything contributing to that is a big success. Yeah. I mean, these are, you know, if, if people like it, it's, it's for giggles and, and to get people out. I think it's a good thing. Um, Would you pick harder challenges? 
No, because well, the thing is, you, you make it harder than a lot of people. Like, ah, uh, you know, I don't want hundred miles in a day is not an easy challenge for no, the average cyclist. That's yeah. true. Yeah, but I mean, you know, of course, when you say that, I, I think of Justin Short. It's like, oh, he'll do the whole fucking yeah. thing in a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he'll make a yeah. joke out of it. Yeah, he yeah. will. But I and, and write a song for it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm a thousand percent fine with a guy like Justin walking around in an ambassador kit. Yeah, you know, the exactly. fir- maybe the first ambassador yeah. kit. You know. So oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's. I would. I look at it as it's not motivating for me because my motivation is completely different. As I've mentioned many times before, it's about racing my bike. But sure. But that stuff is always fun. But what if you I know, said I was going to beat your ass in the one hour TT? Yeah. The, 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 you it's, won't. It's not. I won't. Uh, you yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. I I could like stop because the gopro flies off Fall the handlebar yeah, right. yeah. the next thing you know your socks are full of thistles yeah, yeah. Are, are you guys willing to say that starting in november we try for one a month and just tell people about the experience of doing one a month are you guys willing to commit to the next 10 months of challenges oh yeah each month barring february um has 29 days for me to procrastinate because that's how i am yeah yeah February is the hundred miler. You'd have to do. A I would miles. say I would flip February no. and the running no. because I I just don't see if because we our <laughs> our Februarys have been crap. All right, so I flip flying mile and the one hundred. Do they have to be in order? Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So I mean, our hundred miles in February. That's. So I wouldn't nice. mind if it was like the old Februarys, but we get more snow now in February than we ever have before. I'm saying it would probably have to be done indoors. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know how. Would, how would I do that? How well, as I? the only person in the room that's yeah. done it, it sucks. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how I'm, would try, I I'm not that? trying to make this easy because I'm not going on Zwift. I'm not going to pay for Zwift on for that. Well. There is a thing called the knighthood that gets you over that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you, do, you could. There are there are open rides on system that you could or, just or do them. You can and ride you at whatever actually, pace you want. Just you could going. probably just download a workout. Right, it doesn't yeah. have to be through system, where you can just ride. Yeah, open open, open rides. rides. Yeah, yeah, it's an yeah. O- it's open free choice, and it's and you could do a one hour, one hour, one hour, one hour, and just keep doing them back and back until you hit a hundred miles. Just saying. Yeah, saying. hundred miles indoors, like uh. All right, I will keep numbers four and five. I'm going to post all this to the website for Let's our see what the feedback. Is. Yeah, I'm going to see what the feedback is. And uh, by the way, eventually I'm going to take your feedback and tell you to shut the fuck up because <laughs> we can only do this for so long. We can only just take feedback for so long. And eventually yeah. I'm going to have to say this is the 10, this is the order, this is when we're going to do it. Now, it would send us to the mini Everest in like September. That should be nice. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, early September would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And the overnight in like June See, oh, June is a testy month here in Spokane, See, Washington. See, I don't <laughs> want these to be easy. True. So, so okay, those are the well, 10. I've got my, my overnight easy. The, yeah, it's right here. I figured out. You're coming, we're going <laughs> to just <laughs> camp out in my yeah, backyard. Yeah, we all got a barbecue. You get, <laughs> yeah. your, get your pool set up. That'd be pretty fucking funny, yeah. actually. If we just went out and did a huge ride, stayed here, go and around then did Manitou a huge Park, ride yeah. again, and then stayed back. No, no just go around no, I'm Park. talking about a big ride. You know, oh, all right. Like, Who the hell sleeping on the bar? That's my question. <laughs> Or the, the console. I can't. 
We can call it the bar. I'm yeah. changing this room to look like a fucking pub, so we can call it a bar. If you technically sleep in my old room, then it's not in your own it's bed. It's not there. Yeah. Loopholes. Mm-hmm. Loopholes. Okay, so those are the 10 challenges. Um, and and I think we just create an online group of everybody part playing along with us. And, you know, if somebody doesn't, if, if a lot of people don't, fuck it. We do it anyway, and we have something fun every there month for the know. next 10 months. People can join in. It's I'll send them a sticker if they do one challenge, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm not, you know, you have to pay for postage, though. So fuck. It's a great motivating factor, and I think that's a really big thing, especially in a time of the year when, uh, you know, there is none. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm striving for here. I that's it. what it's all about. How beautiful. The more you know. <laughs> Uh, oh my god did we reach the end of the show we reached the end of another show oh a whoop just told me to start getting ready for bed oh. it's, it's by eight fifty-three, i oh. have to get ready for bed mine told me three hours ago <laughs> <laughs> time are you getting up two you know yeah when my cat wants me hey uh speaking of which whoop is not a sponsor so i can honestly say this hey send us me send your fucking straps that we bought how many weeks ago i'm pissed at whoop I am pissed at Whoop. I know they could potentially be a sponsor one day, but they. I know, and I know that shipping problems have hit them. But we, you and I, both upgraded. How long ago did you upgrade? Uh, two months. September. Three months. October or no September or so I would two say, months. Yeah, in around then. And uh, we paid for this and this upgraded strap. If and you only get the upgraded strap if you pay for an extension. We paid for the extension. We don't have the strap. So we're paying for the same service we've all we paid ex to extend the same service we've always had. Yeah, yeah. Really. I think there should be something. I think there should be a little repercussion. I think Whoop should throw us a little love. Sorry, I just heard. I just listened to another podcast that's out of Tacoma. Mm-hmm. These two other guys have been doing it for a while. And, yeah, um, and one of them has had problems with the Whoop because he's got small wrists and his heart rates are like all over the place. And so their Tighten answer the was strap. I and mean, that's what he, what it's just for some reason it doesn't work even Jeez. though. It, and so they're suggesting, yeah. they're suggesting putting it around his bicep. Yeah, yeah they have, yeah. they have yeah. straps. Why would you do that? Why do you know. want You'd look like a douche. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. and then it, because that is a muscle that you're always flexing. So then it's cut off. Well, it flexes, and how bro. About, yeah. In his situation, I was sitting there thinking, it just doesn't work. Just no. Yeah. Switch it's, to the ring one. You can't get it. Switch well, he's he supposed to get an upgrade a, band. I think yeah, it's yeah. supposed to help. Yeah, well, that's what the deal is. And I know they've hit shipping woes, and obviously because yeah. of the world is in a gigantic difficulty with that right now. And I understand that, but I also think they should probably say, "Hey, you know, yeah, we understand this is going on. Here's two months free or whatever." I, I just or send out an email. Apologizing yeah, that for the delay. Yeah, Commu- keep the communication going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been pretty minuscule, though. Wouldn't you agree? I don't, I don't want to bash a company yeah. because I, I want them all to succeed, but fucking come on. <laughs> That's not a bash. Yeah, no. no. Yeah. Fucking come on. Yeah. That's all I said. Yeah, yeah. And I love I love looking at the live feed because every time I swear, it just goes asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's the end of another show, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And, of course, thanks for my my good friends in the panel for being here. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thank you, Jackson. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Tough response there. (laughs) I might be hurt by that. And uh, thanks, Jack.
No. Crickets. Crickets. Yeah, Jack should be here. Jack, yeah, there we go. Um, We'll catch you next week. Thanks, bye. (laughs) Thanks, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.